Well, good morning and welcome to the Croxton Baptist Church Thought for the Day. Uh, this morning, we've got Danny Roberts with us. If it sounds a little bit different to what it has done, uh, the reason for that is I'm no longer in Bournemouth. I'm now back, but we're going to carry these on just a little bit longer. And we're now speaking to people who weren't necessarily on the team this year, um, but were in previous years. Um, and the way we're doing that is using WhatsApp voice notes. So if the conversations seem a little bit disjointed, that's what it was. Um, uh, that's that's all that's going on. So just just to let you know that um, we will be back to our normal thought for the day, probably next week. Um, my dad is working on them and getting them ready. Um, but just to create a bit of a buffer for him, uh, we're going to keep these going for the rest of this week. And we've got a, a few more interviews to come. And this morning we have Danny Roberts, who is no stranger to us. He's been to the church many times. Um, so, Danny, over to you. Just tell us a little bit about who you are uh, and, you know, where are you from? Uh, where are you now and what are you doing? Cool. Thank you for having me on, Frosty. Um, yeah, I feel like I've, I've been to your church a lot of times now, but for anyone who's listening who maybe doesn't know me, my name is Danny. Um, I am from Liverpool, so I've lived in Liverpool most of my life, but about nine years ago now, I moved over to just outside Belfast in Northern Ireland. Um, so I've been living there with my wife and my three children now. Uh, and I work as a missions worker for a, a missionary organisation in Belfast. And I do a mixture of doing youth and schools work. So going around schools, doing RE classes, Christian unions, things like that. Uh, and also going overseas uh, and doing leadership training uh, in like persecuted countries and countries that maybe don't have Bible colleges and things like that. So a nice, nice mix and a nice range of things that I get to do, which is exciting. Thanks, Danny. Now, your involvement in missions didn't involve just nine years ago when you moved to Northern Ireland, did it? You were involved in missions before that as well. And I know that one of the things you were involved with was United Beach Missions. Uh, and in particular, I know you came to Bournemouth quite a few times. C can you remember how many times you came and like, what was your experience there? What was the, the opportunities that you had through United Beach Missions to share the gospel and uh, anything that... that still encourages you when you think back on those times yeah you're very right uh, missions is something that, that you don't just start at some point it's something that obviously is a continual thing from whenever you get saved um yeah i've done uh, i've done Newquay a number of times I've done landudno uh, and then i've done bournemouth four times i think i was on the teams um, the first time going, I thought I'd just try it for a week and ended up staying for two uh, and coming back a few times after that as well. And I think it, it is encouraging and I think I'd, I'd definitely recommend to anyone who's maybe never done a beach team before uh, or is nervous about going on a beach team to definitely do it because especially when I've done Bournemouth, it gives you a real understanding of what it was like to just do evangelism in a very normal way. I think a lot of people seem to think that to, that doing evangelism and doing outreach has to be like a really big event and it has to be something like really big and really impactful. Uh, we weren't going to Bournemouth, I think you realised the joy of just going and speaking to people and getting into conversations and telling them about Jesus and just having that normal relationship, that building up and showing people that love and that care that you have for them and it just flowing out of you because of the fact that that the main thing in your life is the relationship that you have with God. So to be able to share that with others in just a normal way was really, really encouraging. And I think it really shaped the way that I uh, have done missional stuff going forward, both in my work and in uh, church and in my personal life. Um, so, yeah, so I've, I've always been really encouraged. I always look back at my times when I was in Bournemouth as a really sort of joyful experience that really shaped uh, my thinking around doing evangelism with other people. That uh, mission where you said you, you went for one week and then ended up staying for two. I think that I remember that. I think we, we were both there. I think we both signed up for one. 
and I think it was John Taylor as well was there, the three of us, and we'd all booked train tickets to go back after week one. And I remember like it was deciding to stay and trying to uh, sort out train tickets for for coming back a week later and if, if i remember rightly it was because it was quite a while ago we didn't have like internet on our phones and no one had a computer or anything like that so we had to uh like phone home and get our parents to sort of switch train tickets and i, th I think eventually we managed to do it and the the train ticket coming back was was really cheap and it, it didn't really make much difference to uh to, to to reboot the ticket in the end so we, we were able to do that anyway that's a a, a long time ago and the, the train ticket cost about 10 times as much now but um it was good it was good at the time Danny, I really appreciate your answer there, and what, especially what you said about, um, you know, our desire to share the good news of the gospel with other people, flowing out of our own relationship with Christ, um, and I think that's something that 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 I see is increasingly important, um, not just on Bournemouth and in a mission context, but just all the time that actually. Uh, if we are to be effective in communicating the good news of God's love to other people, we need to be experiencing that that in our own lives as well. Um, so so I, just to, to sort of pick up on that, a couple of questions really for you. Firstly, um, how is it that you uh, maintain that relationship with God? How do you keep... Um, you know if 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 our evangelism our desire to share with others flows out of a understanding of our relationship with god how do you keep that relationship with god strong uh, in your own life and then secondly how do you communicate that with other people maybe there's someone listening who thinks hang on a minute how can you have a relationship with god well, well what does it mean when we say that how how can anybody who doesn't currently know god and, and you would say they don't have a relationship with him how can they move from not having a relationship to having a relationship with God. Firstly, yeah, you're right. Uh, it was that beach mission. And um, I remember having to ring home and my mum had to go all the way down to Lime Street to rebook the tickets for me because she didn't know how to do it online. And there was a there was a one pound difference in changing the ticket. Um, so yeah, it was that mission, which is really funny. Um, yeah, the three of us all done it together. And obviously it just, it went on ever since. And I think we none of us regretted doing that second week because it was, it was such a great week and it really... Uh, helped us and the three of us being together as well um, definitely helped it was really, really good and in terms of what you were saying there I think probably both questions have the same answer and I think I think a lot of people look at Christians sometimes I think especially when you're on beach missions you have a tendency sometimes to look at other people around you and think oh they're so much better Christians than me like they've got so much more of a better relationship with God than me and the reality is is that they don't it's all about being intentional and I'm not going to sit here and say to you, like, it's so easy for me. I work for a missionary organization. I can just talk to people about Jesus and it just comes as second nature. It doesn't. There's times when I struggle to do my quiet times, when I struggle to pray and all of these different things that, that everybody struggles with. So, so nobody's on their own in that. Everybody's in the same boat. But it's all about being intentional. I've just finished um, doing a study on um, the life of Jesus at the moment. I was going through the story of the woman at the well. And I was looking at the intentionalness of the evangelism that Jesus done himself when here on earth is that it says about him being in Judea and going to Galilee. And it says in that passage that he had to pass through Samaria. Now, obviously, the Jews never normally passed through Samaria because the Jews and the Samaritans hated each other. But he purposely went out of his way into Samaria to go because he knew there was someone there that he was able to speak to. And it shows that intentionalness that Jesus even had when he was on earth, that intentionalness of going in order to be able to reach people, going out of his way, making that effort, pushing himself 
in order to do that because there were people there waiting on the other side of his obedience to God. Uh, and I think that's what it's all about. It's about being intentional and it's about having those days when, yeah, you don't want to read your Bible or the kids have been acting up and you're tired and you just want to watch TV and making sure that you dedicate that time. And again, UBM was really good for that, that there's always that time set aside to be able to do private devotions where you could sit and have that time with God. I think sometimes people seeing it as a little bit of a an easy time, a bit of a relaxing time, catch up on a little bit of extra sleep, but it's such an important time to be intentional in the time that you have of devoting that time to spending it with God because that's how it works in the rest of your life. If you make that commitment and want to share and spend that time with God, then everything else that you do will flow from it because you will see the importance, just like going to the gym is that you go to the gym and you see the importance of going to the gym once you're there because you feel the health benefits, you see your body changing, and it's exactly the same with the Bible, is if you spend that intentional time meeting with God, praying with God, asking for his help in everything that you do that day, it becomes a habit. And it's a habit that we need to get into as Christians. Well, Danny, trust you to take it back to a gym reference, eh? Uh, for those who don't know, Danny has always been into footy and all the rest of it. But the last few years, he's just been a fitness monster. He's uh, at the gym all the time and his uh, social media is full of pictures of him doing mad runs and uh, all, all the rest of it. So, uh, yeah, I'm not surprised you brought it back to the, the gym reference there. I think I think uh, that's a subtle message to me to to tell me to, 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 to start exercising, which I definitely need to do. Um, no, but Danny appreciate that and, and everything you're saying that's really good maybe there's someone listening who's thinking that, that i don't know i've never had a quiet time before uh you know i've never opened the bible before i don't really know very much about you know what this gospel is that, that that's being discussed here and i don't know how you know we can um what how that's relevant to me you know what would you say to someone who, who literally has like no awareness of any of this and, and is maybe thinking about whether or not they should um you know whether they not or not they should be seeking god whether or not a relationship for god is something or relationship with god is something that they should be pursuing um what would you say to them yeah you've got to get your illustrations from what you know you know what i mean and the gym is something that i've been doing recently it's not something that i've been doing for ages um but yeah you tend to find those illustrations kind of pop into your head um so it works you know if it works keep doing it um, in terms of what you were saying, as you said, there may be people listening that, that maybe don't know anything about it or maybe are, are just thinking or are searching or are seeking about it. And I think when I go into schools all over the all over Northern Ireland and um, when I'm doing RE classes and things like that, we, we always say to the young people when we're speaking to them is that this question of do I believe that Jesus is who he says that he is, is a question that every single person that has lived, is living and will live have to answer. All of us at some point have to answer that question of, do I believe that this is actually true? Um, and I think that what I'd say is if you're someone that's sitting there and you're thinking, oh, maybe I want to know a little bit more. Um, maybe I should be looking into this and thinking about it. The reality is, is that it's the most important question that you'll ever have to answer because we, we read in the Bible about how um, man has, has separated themselves from God um, and we need to, to have that relationship with God in order to be able to go to heaven, realise that we need God in our lives uh, in order for us to, to have eternal life. So it's something that we need to think about. So I would say if you're, if you're sort of sitting there thinking, well, what do we do? Where do we go? How do we go about it? Um, there's a book in the Bible in the New Testament called John, the book of John, uh, and in there it's just it's a very succinct account of the gospel and the life of Jesus and why he actually came. 
And if you read through the whole Bible, you see this story unfolding that is sort of culminated in the book of John. This story of how man separated himself from God and about how God rolled out this plan about to bring his people back to himself. And it tells you that sort of love letter that is there written. And it speaks about it in Acts 17 verse 27. It says that they should seek in God the hope that they may feel their way towards him and find him because he is actually not far from each one of us. And it talks about that and tells us about the importance of being with God and seeking him. So I would say, read the book of John, see the life of Jesus and see why he came and the purpose in which he was there in order to be able to answer that question that every single one of us has to answer. Do you believe that God is actually who he says that he is? Do I believe that that I need a relationship with him? And do I see the importance of that? Uh, And I think that's a, a really good place to be able to start and obviously if you're listening to this is because you are seeking so i would say get in touch with the likes of frosty uh, get in touch with maybe a christian that you know and start to ask questions because that's again what we say in the school is that we're not there to tell people like you need to become a christian that's all there is to it but we go to to hopefully give them the answers that they need to be able to answer those big questions that each and every one of us have of why are we here what's life all about and do i do i need that relationship with god do i realize how important it is to have that relationship with the person who created me um so yeah that that would be my answer on on where people should start if you're if you're seeking and thinking about it danny thank you so much for your time really do appreciate everything you said there that's great um if anyone wants to know more about the work that danny's involved in over in northern ireland with logos ministries international you can find out more at www lmi-org.net that's lmi-org.net in fact if you add to that slash danny-roberts you'll go straight to a page which tells you exactly who danny is and what he's involved with Um, so do look that up www.lmi-org.net slash danny-roberts for more information Uh, and danny we're looking forward to getting you on bournemouth you did four four missions or four years um so it's probably some of those years with more than one week so you've done it quite a few times but um we need we need to get you back again so hopefully next year uh, you'll have you with the with 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 the wife and the kids in tow that'd be great and we'll uh, we'll see you then um, i'm going to keep trying until you do come back everyone else thank you very much for listening and we will speak to you again tomorrow <laughs>